everybody. Welcome back to Corpse and Crime. I'm Heather. I'm Natalie. And um, Natalie's going to talk about the wine we're drinking today. It is delicious. It's really good. It's really good. So it's called 14 Hands. Um, and the one that we specifically bought is a juicy red blend. Um, it has hints of strawberries and ripe cherries. And um, I bought it for $9 at Total Wine. That's amazing. For how good it is, it is cheap. I agree. And you know I'm a white wine girl. But that I can drink all day long. It's very jammy, which I love, which reminds me of like a Grenache, which is hard to find a really good one. Yeah. Especially in that price range, you're not going to find one. No, it's so jammy. And like, I understand why I like it after reading the descriptions about the strawberries, because I love strawberries. Me too. Um, Vivino gave it a three... 0.6 out of 5 stars. I disagree, Vivino. Yeah, I think that whoever's rating it, they should have given it better, for sure. I would have given it a 4.3. Oh, yeah. Almost a perfect score. I would have given it a 4 point something as well. And that's going to be on my list of things to buy, because I think Jeff would enjoy that as well. Like a red blend. That's yummy. Yeah, Jonathan really likes it. Um, Even though it is jammy, it's not, you know, it's not fruity. No, it's not sweet. Yeah, it's, it's not sweet. It's very fruity without being sweet, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, right now, I just started something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I told you about it a little bit. It's called White Lines. Yeah, Jonathan and I kind of started it, too. He was more into it than I was. Yeah. I wasn't... Eh. It's got pretty not great reviews, mm-hmm. but I started it anyway. Um, jury's still out. It did get better, after the first episode, but there's some subtitles, not all the time, which makes me have to focus, which is probably a good thing. To Mm -hmm. me, I see it as a negative, (laughs) but it's probably a good thing that I have to actually watch the subtitles. There's a lot of nudity and sex, like to where you're like, whoa, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I, I too was like, oh, nipples. Right. I mean, like there's like whole full on a lot going on. Like a little soft core porn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. But it does get better. And I, I probably will finish it because I started it. And then on my list, I still have not watched season two, Dead to Me. I haven't watched any of it. Oh, you never watched season one? No. Oh. I know I need to. Everybody is like, oh, yeah, Natalie, you'll love good. it, you'll love it. No, I haven't watched well, it. When you have some time, do it. I will. And then I've heard that Upload on Amazon Prime is really good, and that's Greg Daniels, which is The Office. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to save that for when Jeff and I need something. Yeah. So it's supposed to be comedy. It's supposed to be really good. And I think they're in two seasons right now. Oh, good. Okay. Well, two seasons is a lot of episodes. Yeah. You still have to watch season three of the Ozarks. I know. I know. But I told you my problem. If I start it, Jeff will not stop. And so basically he'll binge it when I can't. Like if we started on like a weeknight or something like that and I have to work, he won't be able to stop. Y'all need to start it on a day that you can watch together, but I'm going to tell you, you've got to muscle through the first like three okay. episodes and then it gets really good. Okay. But it started out and me and Jonathan both were like, oh, yikes. We mm. don't love this. That's kind of what I heard that like everything leads up to the last couple of episodes. Yes. It is setting the scenes for the last couple of episodes. Okay. And then oh, the last couple of episodes are really good. Okay. And the very last episode I was like... Okay, there's there has to be a season four. Oh, I'm sure it's way too popular for there not to be. Yeah, um, I've I really enjoyed the Ozarks. Um, and also one thing that I was watching, we both watched on Netflix was Trial by Media. Yes, yes. And this actually leads into an episode that we've done in the mm-hmm. past. 
So Trial by Media is basically, um, it's a different story every single time. And it talks about like how publicized tri- like criminal trials were. Right. The very first episode is about Jonathan Schmitz. Um, which if y'all will remember, we did an episode on him. Um, it's episode nine for us titled, wait, what? And, um, Jonathan Schmitz basically killed Scott Adamir after they both went on the Jenny Jones show and Scott Adamir like professed his love for Jonathan. And then Jonathan like gay panic defense, um, killed Scott and, um, just an update about that. So, like, you can watch that episode. I feel like they do a really good job and they interview people really yeah, well. Yeah, I learned a lot about it in that episode. I felt like it was really good. I think I learned a lot about other people's perspectives yes. of it that, like, I didn't know beforehand. And when I didn't realize it had never aired. That episode never aired. I did know that it never aired. Um, but... I also learned a lot more about, like, the trial afterwards. Yes. About, like, them suing the Jenny Jones show. Mm-hmm. Um, but just an update to that case that we never gave, that Jonathan Schmitz was released in August of 2017, and he will be 50 years old in July 2020. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So he's still alive. Um, he's out and about somewhere. Out, yeah, out there somewhere. Survived the Jenny Jones show. So... Um, I watched the other episodes. Not every single one is about murder. Like, there was one in particular that I found really interesting, and I don't remember what episode it was, but it was about this businessman in Birmingham, Alabama. And he basically committed fraud Mm -hmm. um, for this very successful health care organization that he owned or whatever. I don't remember the name of it. Um but like that was really good too and right. it was super publicized and he was like Birmingham's like hero and um yeah so trial by media is really good and it's different every single episode so you learn something new every single time it's good i would check it out yeah i only watched that first episode but i'm like this is good like this is really good and then when i saw that it was his episode the jenny jones i'm like oh i'm i'm all about it well, Jonathan turned it on, and he was like, I think this would be cool, right? And I was like, well, I actually know everything about this case because me and Heather covered it on it's our podcast. It's already been on Crooks and Crime, maybe episode nine. Right. And then I was like, you don't listen to our podcast? You wouldn't know. Right. I probably said something very similar to my husband. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, if you listen, you might know what I'm talking about, but whatever. And then he was like, oh, this is crazy. And I was like, yeah, maybe if you listen to our podcast, you would know. <laughs> this is a really crazy story. Right. And then we tell it very well. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, whatever. Yeah, so, <laughs> yep. Okay, so our story today, this, um, I remember learning about this a long time ago, but recently 2020 showed it again, or they had like an update. So I don't know if you remember this or not, Natalie, but I'm just going to kind of cover this article that sums it all up and everything that's been going on. But it's how Dahlia DiPolito is managing prison life and her legal team's hope for a new trial. So when you hear defense that I'm going to get into in a little bit, you'll you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. So Dahlia DiPolito has been called many things over the course of her roller coaster legal saga. A monster, an evil, evil woman who wanted her husband dead, a black widow. But her longtime defense attorney argues she is something else entirely. Dahlia is the most misunderstood woman in the United States, Brian Claypool, her attorney, told 2020 in a recent interview. The perception that people have in the world about Dahlia does not equate with the Dahlia that I know. 
2020 has been following the wild twists and turns of DiPolito's case for over a decade. So this article came out just um, May 14th of 2020. So this is just literally like a um, summary of everything. So um, she became one of Florida's most notorious courthouse celebrities after she was accused of a murder-for-hire plot against her now ex-husband and later used a quest for reality TV fame as part of her defense. First of all, that, Florida. Uh, right. What the Florida? <laughs> right. So after three trials and two convictions, the 37-year-old is currently being held at the Lowell Correctional Facility in Marion County, Florida. Claypool began representing DiPolito after her first trial, and her defense team said it hopes to succeed at one last shot at getting her a new trial. So here we go. She was never a career criminal. In fact, Dahlia DiPolito didn't even have a criminal record when this all went down, Claypool said. Dahlia is resilient. She has not given up hope for getting a new trial. DiPolito was recorded on camera by Boynton Beach Police in 2009 discussing plans to hire a hitman with a friend and then meeting with an undercover police officer posing as a hitman to discuss killing her then-husband, Michael DiPolito. Also, if you haven't seen the video, you should watch it. Oh, I will. With her supposed acting, which we'll get into. It's terrible. Was this on Cops, too? Yes, and we're going to get into that. Okay, <laughs> I remember this on Cops. Yes, okay. yes. Yep. The friend had reached out to police after Dahlia DiPolito initially sought his help with her plan, and he then worked with Boynton Beach Police in their sting operation against DiPolito. Police cameras were again rolling on August 5th, 2009, when Dahlia DiPolito arrived home to find what she thought was a real crime scene of her then-husband's murder. In fact, it was an elaborate fake crime scene created by Boynton Beach Police. It was there that they recorded her emotional reaction as officers told her he was dead. By then, officers had already removed Mike DiPolito very much alive from the home. They took Dahlia DiPolito to the police station under the guise that they needed her to tell them whom she thought might be behind the killing. Yep. <laughs> She's a great actress. Right? I'm going to say. <laughs> Once she was in an interrogation room, police recorded her reaction as they revealed to her that not only was her husband still alive, but that they had taped her conversations with the friend and the supposed hitman, who was really an undercover Boynton Beach police officer. She was immediately arrested for solicitation to commit first-degree murder. Meanwhile, the reality TV show Cops had been filming alongside the Boynton Beach Police Department on the day officers set up the fake crime scene and, arrest, and arrested DiPolito, which made me think about the Cops podcast that we both listened to, which oh. was by headlong, running from Cops, Dan Taberski. Have we talked about that? I know we've talked about Dan Taberski. I feel like we have very early on, like one of our first episodes. He's fantastic. He really is. And Dan, I know you're not listening, but like record, I hope you are recording something because you're so good and I need another season. So uh, Running From Cops is his most recent. Yes. And he says in Running From Cops something that he's been working on, like his, he like kind of alludes to having like a fourth season they're not they they don't really coincide right. any of the quote-unquote seasons but I guess like a different podcast but Dan if you're listening 
A, let's get cocktails and B, right. like you got to make something else because he, oh my God, all he his stories are so good. So the first one I ever listened to of his was Missing Richards, Missing Richard Simmons? Missing, yeah. Yes. Same. That was mine so too. So good. And then he did Surviving Y2K. Which is my favorite. Yes. And then, you know, Running From Cops or whatever. So I know we've mentioned those before, but if you need a podcast, listen to him. Mm-hmm. I think Surviving Y2K is also my favorite of his. Oh, it's so it's good. It's just such a great story. There's a lot of backstories it's well he kind really of like good. follows five people's yes. stories and I was alive in yeah. the Y2K but like I didn't know what was going on and I didn't right. know the whole like scheme he goes all into that uh it's so good and I love how he tells his story too that, that. I like yeah. that too that was very like personal yes. and I feel like I don't know you, but I also feel like I know you very no, well. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I loved it. Do yourself a favor. Put it on your list if you haven't listened because it's so good. But I think given that I've listened to that podcast and in a lot of this, in this story, it talks about, but cops were there filming and they just needed a story. They just needed, a you know, an arrest. They needed X, Y, Z. So I think she tried to use that to her advantage. Mm. And after listening mm-hmm. to his podcast, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to get tangled up in her mess. But. It just, it was an interesting kind of perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they then came back and said, you know, no, like, yes, we were there. However, it, that's not why she was We arrested. didn't create this for reality no. television. Yeah. yeah. This was all on her. This was something that the great police work of Marion County had already been working right. on. And we just happened to catch it on film. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So at the time, the DiPolitos had been married for just six months. Prosecutors argued Dahlia DiPolito wanted control of the couple's Palm Beach County townhouse and her husband's bank account. They also argued that she wanted him out of the way so that she could rekindle a relationship with an old boyfriend. Dahlia DiPolito has always denied that she wanted her then-husband dead. At her first trial, her attorney claimed that she knew she was being recorded by police and that her husband came up with the idea of creating a murder-for-hire video in hopes of posting it online and gaining reality TV fame. Her attorneys argued their hitman scenario was fake and that she and the friend were acting. Both Michael DiPolito and the friend denied these claims. I mean, that is a stretch. Right. I mean, it's not like you're going to be like a series regular on a freaking right. Bravo television show. I would know because I watch a lot of Bravo. Right. I watch a lot of reality TV and you're not it. Like, <laughs> and you are not on it. So I'm like, that's pretty weak. Yeah. yeah. So in 2011, Dahlia DiPolito went to trial for the first time and was found guilty of, a sol- of solicitation to commit first-degree murder. The judge, who called the murder-for-hire plot pure evil, sentenced her to 20 years in prison. It makes you realize how serious what was really going on was, Michael DiPolito told 2020 in a 2000 interview after the verdict. It's just something you can't imagine anybody would really, really do. It was so senseless for a girl, my wife, to take those steps to do that. It was so unnecessary. But an appeals court judge ruled in 2014 that the jury for her trial was improperly selected and tossed out the conviction, which I wrote next to that. What the Florida? Yeah. Come on. I agree. Always. She faced a second trial in 2016, again charged with uh, with solicitation to commit first-degree murder. At her second trial, Claypool abandoned the reality TV defense that had been argued at her first trial and instead took aim at the Boynton Beach Police Department, accusing it of misconduct by staging the fake crime scene for the TV show Cops. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Like, all of that aside... Like, you can see it in the, in, like, the cops episode, 
when she is hiring somebody, right. like she says, I want you to kill him. Like, yeah. this is how I want you to do it. She says it. she's 5,000% sure. Yeah. <laughs> that she wants it done. Yeah. Like yep. she, I mean, you can't, you can't make somebody say that and, and like put it on reality television. Right. It, that's just not She's not true. smart enough to be like, oh yeah, I was doing this so I could have like this YouTube clip that I could get on reality TV shows. Oh, and cops was there. No. That's no. not what happened. But that just doesn't make any sense. No. And then when, like, somebody tells her that her husband's dead and she, like, breaks down and she's like, oh, my God. Right. Like, and crying. Like, that was her acting. Right. And because she bad. truly thought that somebody had actually right. murdered her husband. Right. Yeah. He alleged that the department made the fake scene way more than it ever was for the purposes of television. The presence of the cops TV show created a frenzy within the Boynton Beach Police Department to manufacture good television, Claypool told 2020 in a 2015 interview. The Boynton Beach Police Department denied any wrongdoing and said that they were gathering evidence against Dahlia DiPolito. Cops filming with the Boynton Beach Police Department had nothing to do with the investigation. Boynton Beach Police Public Information Officer Stephanie Stephanie Slater told 2020 earlier this month. It was just a coincidence as far as timing was concerned. The men and women of the Boynton Beach Police Department did an incredible job on this case, and Mike DiPolito is alive and well today because of it. I totally agree. Right. Totally agree. DiPolito's 2016 retrial ended with a hung jury, and a third trial date was set. Holy cow. Come on. They have video. While awaiting her second trial after her conviction was overturned, DiPolito was under house arrest at her mother's home. She became pregnant during that time and gave birth to a son. What? I guess you can be on house arrest and have conjugal visits. With the (laughs) ex-boyfriend? They don't say. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, poor kid. At her third trial in 2017, a jury returned a verdict in just 90 minutes. DiPolito was again convicted of solicitation to commit first-degree murder. She was sentenced to 16 years in prison. That's it? 16 years? Wow. In September 2019, the Florida Supreme Court rejected without comment a request from DiPolito for the court to review her 2017 conviction. Her Her defense team had tried to put the case before the U.S. Supreme Court, but in February, the court declined to hear it. Listen, if they're not going to listen to, um... Cereal, Syed, right. they are not listening to this bitch. No, they got you on video. We're still fighting it, Claypool said. We plan on fil- filing a motion with a federal judge asking that judge to review the third trial for constitutional violations against Dahlia DiPolito. So we have one last chance to get Dahlia a new trial. We haven't given up hope. While serving out her prison sentence, DiPolito has been leading a Bible study group behind bars, Claypool said. She's very very well respected in jail for her faith, he said. He added that she still gets to see her young son, who is four years old, and that his grandmother is caring for him in the meantime. It's very painful for Dahlia to be in jail and to not be around her son. It's breaking her heart, Claypool said. Dahlia truly misses the fact that she cannot be around her son more. Well, maybe you shouldn't have tried to kill your husband. Right. Maybe you should have just been like, whatever, we'll get a divorce and maybe I won't have that much money, but I'll I'll figure it out. But I'll figure it out. Come on. It's just I can't feel bad for you. No. You tried to murder your husband. And we have it on film. Yeah. And it was not for reality TV. It was not. (laughs) Reality TV just happened to be there. Right. It just, oh yeah, whatever. Andy Cohen would be like, I would never have this on the show. (laughs) I I don't want her. She's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. That is a crazy story. I know, and they're still talking about it. I mean, it was on, like I said, I don't know. It was on 2020, like on Friday night or whatever. I can't Mm -hmm. remember the night. 
But yeah, that's what sparked me. I was like, wait, I remember this story. And I don't think I remembered her saying it was all for like a reality TV show. I don't remember that either. I remember watching the Cops episode. And it is crazy because you're literally watching somebody tell her like, because they come like, so they have the house like taped off in crime scene tape. And then she walks up and she acts dumb and plays Mm -hmm. dumb, whatever. And then they take her. She's like crying and like can't stand up and they take her into an interrogation room Mm -hmm. and they start asking about, well, did your husband have any enemies? And then finally the detective is like, listen. Right. Well, at first she like, she like totally goes into why he was on probation and how he had laundered all this stuff and fraud and all that. People that might dislike him, I might know a few. And he, she just goes, throws him under the bus. Never mind that he's supposed to be dead right then. Right. Yeah. She should be very sad. I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. whatever. They're like, we found it interesting that she talked about all of his faults and flaws when they're asking huh. her things. Right. And she's like, hmm, I don't know. People who might have killed him. Well, I actually have a list <laughs> in my purse if you'd let me get that. Right. It's like 20 people long. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, I actually have some people that you can call right now. Right. They hate his guts. Yeah. It's probably. <laughs> they probably killed did. him. Yes. Yeah. She's an idiot. Um, oh. Yeah. Well. That's well, a I'm good that cops gl- episode. Oh, I wish I had is. looked to see like the season. And me the too. We'll come back to y'all with that. But actually, cops, I've tried to watch, like, some on-demand cops. It's not that easy to watch on-demand. No? They play it all the time well, on... There's a million episodes. I don't know how many, for real, but probably close. Uh, there's, like, 21 <laughs> seasons. No joke. Yeah. There's a lot to, to fish through, for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. If that one ever comes on, I'll write it down, and I'll get right. back to you. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you could, like, YouTube it. Yeah. Yeah, you should see her acting job. It, she was not going to be making a lot of money. That was not your day job, girl. Even on reality television, right. no. you weren't making a lot of money. No way. And we are the judge and the jury of that because we watch a That's lot. right. I feel very well-versed in reality, <laughs> reality television. television. Not in a lot of things, but in that I do. So we have an Instagram follower of the week. And Heather. I know I'm going to... Just butcher it. And I feel so bad. How do we decide? So we have a listener in San Dimas, California, that gave us a shout out on our Instagram post. And her name, we think, is... D-Skis. D-Skis, girl. D-Skis, girl. I was not saying it that way originally. (laughs) And we've gone back and forth. So D-Skis, girl, thank you so much. And if there's a better way to pronounce it, please let us know. Yeah. But thanks for giving us the shout out. Y'all, let us know where you're listening from. And I love that tidbit about your hometown. That's so cool. The home of Bill and Ted's um, Excellent Adventure. Yeah, Yeah, that was really cool. For sure. Yeah, I love that. And and we need more of that. And tell us what to drink and, you know, what what should we be sipping yeah, mm-hmm. tell us where you're listening from, what should we be um, drinking, and then also, like, give us recommendations on what we should be watching and listening to, yes. or, like, stories. Stories are not... Right, there's if there's something you want them. more about, or want to know more about, or a good one that we haven't covered, let us know. Yeah. Um, our Instagram is Corks and Crime Podcast, and then our Facebook is Corks and Crime Podcast as well. Yeah, you can send us an email, too, at Gmail, Corks and Crime Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.